My name is John Marchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And I have to start off first by apologizing, because two nights ago, I was supposed to have my scheduled Late Night Nuggets episode come out. I made the episode, but I did not like it. I didn't like it so much that I did not even come close to publishing it. Um... And so I was going to remake it. I planned on remaking it last night, and obviously that didn't happen. And so I'm remaking it tonight. Um, I don't like giving my word and then having to go back on it. And uh, even though it, it's just something small as making a podcast and what have you, but I still don't like that either. So I do apologize. Um, try, I'll try not to let it happen again. But anyway, going forward... What was it? Two or three nights ago, um, President Donald J. Trump's Mar-a-Lago mansion in Florida was raided by the FBI. And there is a lot to unpack with this. Um, there is still some questions about it. There's still some details that are probably going to come out. Surrounding the basis for the raid, it is, I don't know if it's absolutely confirmed yet, but it has something to do with the archives. It's, I know I'm going to mess up the, the name of it, but it's like the Department of Archives or something to that effect. Had Trump had been working with them because they had been asking for certain documents that he had taken. When he left. Now, every president, um, I think in, in my lifetime, I'm 39, when they had left office, took things with them. Um, many took documents. Uh, I believe Obama had a somewhat famous library, maybe even Bush Jr. of, um, it was like their own presidential library with, you know, whatever documents they they thought important to keep in there. Um, there are four living presidents, I believe. There's Bush Jr., there's Clinton, Obama, and Trump. Um, outside of, obviously, uh, the usurper-in-chief in, in office right now, but there's four living. I, I don't even like to say former president for Trump because of obviously my feelings on the 2020 election, but um, essentially four living um, former presidents. And they are, they have special privilege when it comes to the documents that they had dealt with while in, in the, uh, while in office. And when each of them left, now there's rumors about Clinton leaving, uh, the Clintons leaving, and them taking murals or paintings or you know furniture whatever it was when they had left and i don't know if it was like a mini scandal or what but they had taken some stuff as far as i i understand uh each of them have taken certain documents with them and so uh, now the point of this is that there is there is a conflict between this archive department or whatever and trump and he had been working with them now 
it was escalated to the point where they did a raid on his home. Now, the left, especially mainstream media, likes to carry water for the, I guess I can say the administration, the acting administration, but it's really the Democrats as a whole. And they are trying to change the word raid. They don't want to use the word raid because, I don't know, they're they're sensitive. Their viewers are sensitive. And words hurt them. <laughs> so, I guess to pussies, uh, words are violence. So, but now that they don't want to use the word raid, they want to use uh, the word search. Yeah, that's what a raid is. When you uh, forcefully... Um, or th threaten force, which would lead to a, an ultim ultimatum of death or ultimate threat of death. That's a raid, and that's what they did. They went and got a warrant. Sure, um, I've I've gotten into it with a couple of people on on Twitter, which is it is exhausting. It is so exhausting. Uh, there, I'm listen. I'll admit, there's a lot of people on the left for sure. And they really come out on Twitter. I mean, you make one response to somebody and you are fighting a lot of people. <laughs> I've, I've been through this quite a few times. In fact, I had a, uh, I had a, a response maybe or a tweet or something. I don't know what it was. And holy shit, I was getting notification after. I left it, dude. Like I, I said my two cents. And then, you know, usually I'll, I don't know, think about some shit and then come back with responses or whatever. But I just didn't. I, I kind of, I didn't bow out. I just was like, all right, I said what I needed to say. This fucking guy isn't going to get it. But other people were just bickering back and forth. I was getting a shit ton of notifications. It felt like it was maybe what happens when you go viral. Not that it went viral, but it's just constantly fighting with one another. It's exhausting. Um, I don't know why I branched out on that, but anywho, it was a raid. And um, it is, I guess, rumored that he had some top secret classified, top secret and or classified documents in his possession that they wanted. And um, it went from I guess now Merrick Garland was in, involved and it had to... Oh, that's what I was getting to is that the left were making an argument that, well, there needs to have been a crime committed and then it passed through to a judge. So the FBI, who I'm going to talk about here in a minute, um, felt sure enough or had quote-unquote proof that a crime had been committed and they wrote up an application for the raid and brought it to a judge who believed it and then signed off on it. And then they went and did the, the thing. And so the left takes it as he committed a crime. And now they did a raid. And uh, that's why it, and, and they needed a judge's signature and a judge believed it. This is an appealing to authority. It's It's aggravating. It's... It's irritating that people do this so often. Have I done it? Yes. But I hate it. I hate it. It is, it's, it's like a giving up on logic and reason and rationale, which is 
the same case when it comes to the 2020 election. It's the left doesn't like to lose. They have certainly confirmation bias. Um, and they did that while throwing out logic, reason, and rationale and common sense when it came to the results of that election. And they did it again here where, and, and they'll continue to do it um, because there's a narrative. There is a, they're on a team and they're team players, um, which I think somewhere in there you can give them some bit of credit. Not that I like to do it, but I'm beholden to it, I suppose, to the truth. So anyway, um, funny enough, uh, the judge that signed off on it, a Mr. Let's see if I can find his name. I don't remember if I wrote his name here or not. I've got a whole bunch of notes. It's Bruce Reinhardt. And I think that's been confirmed now. Bruce Reinhardt. I'm going to fuck this one up. Bruce Reinhardt served as a... A DA in the federal government? No? Something like that. Anyway... Or maybe a judge in the federal government somewhere. And then, not a Supreme Court, obviously. Um, not a justice. But anyway, he left that to go and defend someone. This someone just so happens to be Jeffrey Epstein. Which adds a whole new layer to all this shit. Um, this fucking guy. And he's a magistrate. Now, I don't know everything about the law. Um... I don't know near everything about the law. However, uh, there is a... I've, I'm fairly certain I've seen some people say some things about this. Basically, I'm saying I don't know what the difference between a magistrate and a judge are. Um, but anyway, I've, I've seen some people kind of point that out, that he's a magistrate, not a judge. Or a judge, but he, he's clarified as magistrate. And I wonder if that's something like what I've had to deal with in... The friend of the court, there's a referee, and I think the referee has to be a judge, but at that point he's not acting, he's not acting as a judge, but acting as a quote-unquote referee, and I don't know if maybe that's kind of the same there, or like likened to that. So anyway, he signs off on this damn thing, and they raid him. Well, who else have they raided? They raided, oh, uh, Roger Stone unnecessarily this was an, this was absolutely unnecessary because they could have gotten the documents that they wanted through a fucking subpoena and they never did that they jumped a few steps and went right to let's make this a great big old fat deal uh what's funny is today uh trump had i think it was tom fitton with judicial watch he uh he reposted trump's uh, response to all this and said, yeah, go ahead, FBI, show them what the documents are that you got. I dare you. I mean, he didn't say I dare you, but he said, yeah, go ahead. Show everybody what the documents are. Man, if, if, if he committed a crime or he's holding on to something that he doesn't want some people to see, that's a real weird way to respond to it, right? Um, which kind of seems like maybe he had some shit. And he's like, yeah, show the world. Show everybody what you got. Um, I'm not going to pretend that I know what's in those things. Uh, I don't think um, too many people do. But I think it's safe to say that they were searching for something. That he had something. I know this is kind of basic. 
but he had something that they wanted control over. I think that's safe to say, if I'm boiling it down. And sometimes when you boil it down, and Arkham's Razor is a part of all this, you tend to go, oh shit, you kind of see it as something more, right? Um, I think breaking it down like that kind of tends to do that. There is something that he had that they wanted to get a hold of. Um, I know Biden in the Biden administration, not so much Biden, he's a psychopath, and stupid, and an Alzheimer's patient. But his administration um, pretended as if they didn't know that it happened. Is there anybody that believes that? Is there anybody that's dumb enough? I think there is, by the way. Is there anybody that's dumb enough to believe that the White House didn't know that they were about to raid the most recent acting president? Are you fucking insane? Especially with all the shit that had kind of gone on between them. All the things Trump had said uh, throughout his his uh, term, uh, during the campaigning, and then afterwards. <laughs> like, you shit me. You really think that the majority of Americans are going to believe that you didn't know that he was going to be raided. So, that's, that's a whole load of shit. Um, yeah, this is absolutely unnecessary. Uh... They raided Roger Stone. That was unnecessary. What came about from it? Nothing. Um, and for what reason? Nothing. Uh, there's uh, Gavin McGinnis, I think, is probably the best that's responded to that raid, too, because he's close friends with uh, Roger Stone. But he talks about the... Who the fuck was it? Was it MSNBC or CNN? It was one of the two. It was one of their reporters was on scene when they re raided his house. And Gavin's breakdown of it is really good, so you can try and find that video or videos because him and um, him and Ryan do a really good job of uh, uh, ex exposing the hypocrisy of that one. They also raided uh, Project Veritas, the FBI. The FBI raided these people. The FBI is, I think, an evil organization. Sorry, um, agency, not organization. I, mean, I guess you could. Maybe label it as that, but um, they have done virtually nothing. These pieces of shit have done nothing good. Maybe I can't say nothing, but nothing really good. Um, you know, they could they could figure if they know everybody who was in the White House on on January sixth, which I think has a part to do with this, mind you. Um, you're telling me they can't figure out, like, who... And they do, by the way. It's not that they can't. It's that they do, and we don't know... They're not telling us about major gang leaders, mafia leaders. Um, I would even argue KKK and white nationalist leaders that they like to, you know, um, tout is the most... Uh, biggest threat to American way of life or whatever. Uh, same with like uh, drug mules and sex trafficking ringleaders and all this other shit. Um, they know all that for sure. Um, and they don't do anything about it is my point. They don't stop sex trafficking rings. They really don't. I mean, they there might be some here and there, but it's certainly nowhere near enough that would make me look at them and go, oh yeah, that's an excellent 
agency. That's an agency that's worth getting any um, taxpayer dollars. But they've went after um, organizations like Project Veritas and people like Roger Stone and now uh, um, uh, uh, I hate saying it, but former president which is unprecedented. This is a weaponization of the Department of Justice. It's a weaponization of certainly the FBI. Of course, I kind of feel like that's been a thing since their inception. Um, sadly, because I once had a lot of respect for him. Now, this is kind of childish, but I think it was more so to do with, you know, all the TV shows like X-Files and shit like that. But even in the X-Files, they still kind of show inner department, you know, squabbles and shit because the FBI were covering up things and whatnot. So, but I had a certain level of, of respect, but I think that also is a big part of the indoctrination that we all go through. You know, that you're, that the government is a part of your country. And if you love your country, you should love your government and all the agencies and, and bureaucracies, even though I didn't know the name or what that was back when I had this respect. Now that I've, I've, you know, spent the last two decades researching all of these things and getting more and more pissed off about all of it and finding out the truth about this shit. It's really led me to understand that they are fucking worthless, that we should absolutely abolish all of them, all of the federal law enforcement, all of the federal intelligence agencies altogether, get rid of all of them. Every bit of it. Abolish all of them. Have all of them lose their jobs. They got to go do something else. I don't give a shit. They're done. I don't give a fuck about the good ones. Get rid of all of it altogether. All this do does is breed this. Is to breed the weaponization. When you have a, a bad actor like the Biden administration. Again, Biden is not behind this. I know I've said it a million times. I'll probably say it a million times more. Biden has dementia or Alzheimer's, one of the two. That dude doesn't can't get his fucking coat on when he gets off of a what was it a, a helicopter? I almost called it a helo. That's for all my war zone friends. His wife and listen had had I know I'm kind of branching off on different things, but had this been a, a singular incident. With him getting off that helicopter and not being able to, or, or his wife coming and helping him, I'd have been like, oh, that's sweet. That's a nice thing that his wife would help him put his, his jacket on, or his jacket on, and, or blazer, or whatever. And then he loses his glasses, whatever. But with all of the gaps that this guy has done, uh, no, that's adding to it. It's just a fucking mountain of things that this guy's done that should lead everybody to believe he is in no shape to be the leader of the free world, as they say. And on top of that, fucking, when he was at whatever that thing was, I think it was them patting themselves on the back for passing, um, what the fuck was it called? The climate change bill. Um, Chuck Schumer was up on the podium and he was, you know, being Chuck Schumer. And he turned around, and I think Kamala Harris was there on the far left, and then it was Biden, and then who the fuck else was there? Was it Maxine Waters and a couple of other people? Maybe uh, Nancy Pelosi, whatever. Um, so he turns around, shakes a first-person sandwich, which I think was Kamala Harris, 
and then shook Biden's hand and then went to the next person. And within three seconds, you see Biden put his hand back out. It's like his system shut down. I'll liken it to having been knocked out. I've been knocked out a few times in my life. Uh, never from a fight. I got. I tried to hockey stop one time. and Last thing I saw was my feet in the air. And then I woke up with a ring of people around me. Um, and then the other time I got broadsided. And uh, went up in the air and landed on my head. And uh, waking up from that is like the best way I can describe it is like you feel fuzzy. Everything, your body is like numb or whatever. You feel like fuzzy. Like you're almost like wrapped in a, like a suit of dandelions that goes all the way up on your head. Like it, you, you feel fuzzy and you don't know what just happened. You're, you're coming to. That's what it looked like. It looked like his system, as soon as Chuck Schumer let go of that hand, his system shut down and rebooted, which is kind of fast to reboot. Rebooted, and then he's like, where am I? What am I doing? It looks like he's shaking hands. Maybe I should put my hand out. Watch that video and what I just said, how I explained that, and you tell me I didn't just get that fucking spot on. That is exactly what that looked like. That dude is going through shut <laughs> mental shutdowns often, every day. He is in no shape to be the president of the United States. It's just, it's aggravating to see that that's, that's what, um, whatever you want to call them, the deep state, the Illuminati, United Nations, whatever, that that's who, the cabal, that that's who they put in office to, um, replace Trump. It's, it's aggravating to say the least. Wow, that was a long, uh, branching off. I was kind of doing this the other night, but it was just, I was almost... I felt like I wasn't making a lot of sense. Well, you're not doing it now. Fuck you. Um, I have a theory to this. Now, it's not a theory that I 100% believe. But I have a bit of a theory that it could be what's going on. The Throughout the Trump term, and in fact, the I would argue the campaign leading into it. Excuse me. Um... It, I was saying it that it really felt like they were poking the bear, the Russian bear. They were poking and throwing shade, as the kids like to say. They were talking shit about Russia and Putin. And these aren't just like YouTubers. They're not just like podcasters like myself that are talking shit. These are real politicians and real news anchors. That were running their mouth about a president of a superpower who I'm certain hears this shit. Um, that might make him a little uneasy. Not just, and it wasn't just a few of them. It was an entire party that was doing this. It was the Democrat party were pushing this shit. And it was like, man, think about on the playground. And you have a group of kids, a clique that you're not friends with, um, who are talking shit about another group that are next to you. You're not a part of this group, but they're talking that shit. 
How many times have you seen that where um, the people on receiving that shit talking tend to get a little defensive and then they come over and they start a fight? That's just kind of how I saw it. It was like, oh man, you guys might want to shut the fuck up because you might cause an international conflict. And I'd like to not have that. That's what I was thinking. That And it went through the campaign of Trump. And it after he won, it went through his whole term. I mean, that's what... It wasn't just talking shit at one point, right? It turned into a full-on accusation that the Russians were doing X, Y, and Z. And the Russians were going to... Um, were using Trump as a... He was their lackey, basically. Um Man, it was like you guys are fucking poking this bear. You're you're pushing for a war. And as I look back, Clinton, Obama, and now Biden, the Democrats, who are supposed to be the liberals, right, are not anti-war. That's the conclusion I've come to. They are not anti-war. In fact, they are very much pro-war as long as it's their guy going to war. When it's Bush Jr., they were heavily against it, but that was part of some politics. They were biased. Again, they're they're team players, but they're on a team. And when their team is up at the bat, they're fine with it. Look at all the conflicts that went went through um, Clinton. Look at all the shit that went on. And mind you, I don't give a fuck about the official definition of war versus conflict. When you have American soldiers that are fighting another country's soldiers, even if that country doesn't necessarily have a, a an official government, an official army, but it's the people of that country and they're fighting them, and our guys are dying and their guys are dying, that's a war. I mean, maybe you could you could refute me on like, oh, well, it was only four people that died maybe one two three ten maybe but that wasn't the case there's a lot of people that have died in all of these conflicts on both sides that's a war and like i said they're fine with it as long as it's their guy that's up at bat <sighs> and what's funny is that trump we didn't start any new wars you know there's some shit about uh um Something that went on with Yemen. I'd love to say that I've researched it, but... And this is going to kind of sound shitty. Every time I start to research it, I just... I can't. I get bored. Like I said, I know it sounds shitty, but I start to get into it. And I'm like, man... I, I don't know if it's like dyslexia because I have to like reread a pair, the first paragraph, the first fucking sentence so many times. You know, it's just like I can't... Uh, it, it doesn't hold me. And it's shitty. I, I acknowledge that it's shitty because people have died over there. There is an ongoing, um, is it genocide? Is that what you want to call it? There's some shit that's going on there that I know is going on there. But anyway, um, and people hold that against Trump. I understand them. Uh, but outside of that, didn't start any wars. And in fact, was getting us out of things. Right, returning soldiers out of Afghanistan had a plan to get out of Afghanistan without losing a billion dollars in, um, or was it ninety? Was it ninety billion? Ninety some odd billion dollars? Yeah, right. Yeah, ninety some odd billion dollars in 
um, weaponry. Tanks and jets and fucking ammunition and, and guns and bombs and all that other shit. Um, just left it. Trump wasn't gonna. He had a plan not to do that. And he also had a plan for our people not to get slaughtered. And um, I assume that his plan was to hand it off to uh, capable beings able to withstand um, a, a a real insurgence from uh, the Taliban. But it didn't go that way. Um, but yeah, he was getting us out of stuff. Uh, which is funny because for as much shit as they talked about him getting us into World War III... They, the whole time, seemed like they were doing it. Why am I talking about all of this? Well, because with what they did in raiding Trump's home... Understand, this is a Democrat ploy. It's... Them doing this. And also, over or, um, stealing the election. Taking... Uh, calling January 6th an insurgency. Um... This really seems like they're still at it. That was a long explanation for why I just said that, or for what I just said. It seems like they are pushing for a civil war. And I've talked about it on the show of like, man, how do you fix it? How do you fix what happened with the election? I mean, look at how I feel still to this day about the upcoming elections. <clears throat> I feel like they can just steal it again. I haven't heard any any major changes that have taken place with the exception of a couple of governors, you know, in DeSantis and Abbott. But even then, I don't think anything has really changed. Everything's still there, and they've had they've had a year and a half to prepare and make it even, even uh, better than what they had did before. And what they did before was sloppy as all get out. I mean, there's video. There is video proof of them kicking out um, like the, the video in Georgia, kicking out the Republican whatever, not letting them back in, um, taking out boxes of ballots and running them through the voting machines at whatever time at night that uh, ended up coming through to show that Biden had, um, you know, jumps in, in the voter turnout, whatever. There's proof of that. And so I took out of that, that, um, how do you fix that? How do you fix it without a war? And I, I couldn't really think of it. I mean, legally, sure. But when one party is the majority, um, who run the court system, um, seemingly, I don't know if that's changed too much over the past year and a half, but, um, they run the overwhelming vast majority of, if not all of the institutions, uh, all of these industrial complexes. And then on top of that, within the Republican Party, you have people who are rhinos. Outside of a war, how do you fix it? Not that I wanted a war, but I couldn't think of any other way. And I don't know, am I succumbing to the purposeful um, 
concept that they were intending for me to to have, you know. Anywho, um, it really seems like they're wanting to push for a civil war, and uh, I think that's. I, I'm certainly not the only person that has thought this. I mean, Tim Pool's talked about it plenty. There's a lot of other people that I know that aren't podcasters and shit that you know, it's not. It's not outside of the realm for them to think these things too. Um, and then what happens after this? So they're assuming that he committed a crime. Oh, I, I meant to go back on that when it came to the claim that well he committed a crime, and that's how that's how you can that's how they got the judge to sign off and yada yada yada. Well, Project Veritas didn't commit a crime. They didn't steal that journal from Ashley Biden. Um, they had it within their possession. Uh, they tried to give it over to the FBI, and the FBI didn't want it at first, and then they raided them. They could have subpoenaed them too. Never did. They jumped They they, they jumped over that step. Uh, they didn't commit a crime, and they raided them. You know, so it's not, it's not that Trump committed any crime, but not just that. For him to have the documents, I remember another claim was, well, they were classified in top secret documents, and he's now a citizen. No, 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 no. He is a, uh, I hate to say it, he is a former president. He had the privilege of seeing those documents while president. He has them now. He has fucking secret service detail, I think, for the rest of his life. I'm pretty certain for the rest of his life, and I'm pretty certain that Bush Jr. has it, and so does Clinton. And so does Obama. They all have Secret Service detail. I, I feel like I like it's not just uh, former presidents. I would assume former vice presidents as well as you know secretaries or whatever. I don't know how far down that goes. If uh, like Congress people, former Congress people, I don't think they have Secret Service detail. But um, I do know that the presidents, the former presidents, do. My point being is that. He is privy to these this information. It's okay for him to have these documents. Not just that. I hair in my mouth. Fucking mustache hair. <laughs> um, <sighs> shit. I just fucking thought or forgot what I was going to say. Secret Service detail. Crimes. Fuck. I hate... See? I hate this. It's too late at night. These late nugget, these late night nuggets are getting to me. However, mine isn't going to get to me until I'm done with this. Um. Anyway, if I can come, if I can remember it, I'll come back to it. But uh, no, it really, truly does seem like they're pushing for a civil war. If they get him on any kind of quote unquote crimes, which is going to be bullshit anyway. Uh, Trump has now come out. Not only Trump, but you also have Rand Paul, who's uh, claimed this too. Um, oh, Trump did say that they wouldn't allow for his lawyers to be in there while they were rummaging through their shit. Uh, I guess when it comes to a raid, they're supposed to have a specific thing that they are looking for. And they broke into a safe. Um, they rummaged through um, Molly, Malia. I can't even think of her name. Melania. 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 Melania, his wife's uh, clothes. So they were searching for things and went through that shit, which is like, why are you even doing that? Um, Trump believes that they may have planted evidence by not having anybody in there, that they could have planted evidence. 
I would go a step, a couple steps further. You better have somebody come in that's at the top of their class on finding microphones and finding video. Um, not video, sorry, uh, cameras. You can almost guarantee that they bugged that place. I'd burn it down. I'd take all, now I don't even know if I'd take my shit. With that much money that he's got, I might just burn the whole fucking thing down. Go build something else, you know? Stay in one of my other hotels. And just burn that whole bitch down. Way to go, dumbasses. <laughs> I'm going to get the insurance claim. Um, I would quote-unquote burn it down, as in accidentally. Maybe I should have quoted the accidentally. No matter. Um, yeah, I'm pretty certain that he's right in that. Uh, but m maybe more so when it comes to they probably bugged it and they probably put up some kind of camera surveillance within there um, to listen to him. I don't know how much I'd be worried about them planting evidence because that would that would entail that they would be coming back so i don't know about that one but Rand paul has said it uh not just Rand paul fucking dave smith i uh i've, I've it's funny when i go through these cycles of who i listen to um i've not that i forgot about dave smith but i just wasn't seeing his stuff i mean there's obviously so much shit on the on youtube and whatnot about uh Andrew Tate and fucking, you know, I, I pay attention to MMA and, and, you know, all these other people. And, um, then I saw Dave Smith, uh, about a week or so ago and I was like, oh shit, that's right, man. I fucking forgot. This guy's awesome. And, um, I listened to the one today and what's nice is he, he waited a couple days to talk about this stuff, which I like. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'd like to uh, start doing myself. I mean, I've talked about it before that I need to wait whenever it comes to like a, a major issue or topic or whatever to wait a few days for more information to come out instead of, you know, making a knee-jerk reaction to it. Uh, but he made his today. I talked about a lot of this stuff too. So, yeah. Um, and it's funny because there's a lot more like centrists and stuff that are actually taking Trump's side in that idea that uh, he – that. Um, the FBI sure as shit could have planted evidence. I will actually kind of go, like I just did, I, I'll go against it a little bit to say, but yeah, but that would entail that they're going to come back. Could they? Sure. Yeah, they could. So is that plausible? Yeah, it's plausible. But I would bet more so that they, they bugged his house for sure. They put some shit in there that they're hoping to hear him or see him do something. Maybe he's got a hidden compartment somewhere in his house or some shit that uh, they didn't see before and then they watch him open it or i don't know something to that effect i would assume that that's probably the case um but they're supposed to, but what a lot of people are hoping for on the left is that there's going to be a crime brought against them charges brought against them and then they'll put them in prison uh or i'm sorry that's that's probably best case scenario for the left what they're really trying to do is to prevent him from being able to run again uh, they're scared to death. What, as it turns out, now my one buddy that I'm trying to get on the podcast, he had he had kind of pointed out that, and did it again tonight, um, that this is the Trump. Um, he used to be all for Trump, but now you know he's a little bit more. He's not a big fan. I shouldn't say he's not a big fan. He's not super happy with him. I'll say it that way. That maybe Trump is a part of everything. And this is just 
the other side of the coin and that this is the the controlling the narrative this is the controlling of the mindset this is the they got the democrats in and now they're going to get the republicans in and they're going to control them and control us and and then they're going to put the democrats in and then the you know it's going to be like a checkerboard it's going to be left and right left and right left and right so that was kind of his his outlook on it it is pretty obvious that in them doing this they better have something because if not they just handed it over to uh trump they just handed the 2024 election he hasn't even come out to officially say that he's gonna run which why not you know why didn't you say it right away i mean we all kind of expect it i mean maybe right away you're licking your wounds from what they did but we all know it right now we all know that trump's gonna run there's no there's like the only real question is like okay well is it gonna be him versus DeSantis in the primary, um, which I don't want to see. And I think I, I think most people, if they were thinking clearly about this, shouldn't want to see that either because you don't want to see Trump throw any shade at, at DeSantis because what that's going to do is it's going to cause a rift within the, uh, the supporters of actual change within the country. Normal people. That voted certainly voted for Trump, but I don't want to necessarily say Trump voters, but it's going to cause a rift. Um, and I don't want to necessarily say Republican Party either, but you know, there's going to be a rift within that base somewhere because uh, DeSantis is a damn good governor, arguably the best governor, arguably has handled everything better than all others, and. If Trump wasn't going to run, for sure I'd want to see DeSantis in there. Um, you know, you could almost argue, too, that DeSantis, 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 uh, would maybe even be a better president. He would handle things better as he has as, as governor of Florida. How dare you say that? Well, sh shit, man. He has. He was better on the vaccine than Trump was, hands down. He's better on the Second Amendment than Trump was. Hands down. I mean, there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts when it comes to him and where he stands on those things. Um, but let me point this out too: the Trump effect. Look at who's getting in office right now. Look at how it gave the Republicans an, a fucking backbone, which is what I've been begging them to have. It gave them, it gave them fucking strong stomachs. It, it gave them them. Um, fucking dignity and integrity it gave them the understanding to fucking stand up for yourselves you know it changed the landscape of the republican party i don't think DeSantis would have done that i don't think he could do it now i mean does he stand up sure does he you know but is that an effect from trump did DeSantis get that from trump i think so i think that was the one of the biggest things about trump is that he carried a reputation of being tough not just tough but a fucking bull he'd come up and he'd run over you now given did his actions say that did you know is that what he always did no he was a pushover in many ways you know it might sound like i'm being too hard on trump well he deserves it he had some areas where he absolutely dropped the fucking ball one of them um was the second amendment with the bump stock bullshit Another 
was the um, was the vaccine and COVID and the lockdown. Now, given he stood up for himself and a lot of that too, but you know, it took it took his own people finally getting around to him to go, hey, your base doesn't want to hear you talk about that fucking vaccine. It is bullshit. And he's sitting here going, oh, yeah, it was the biggest, best, you know, all this the same Trump shit that he normally does. You know, so it's okay to criticize him. Shit, I'm sure that there's probably things about DeSantis that I'm going to criticize. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know all of his stances yet. Um, and the same could be said about anyone. There's no one singular person that I think is going to be a, a somebody that I won't have a disagreement with. Maybe there is, but... You know, just understanding that we're all individuals and we're all different. I don't know. <clears throat> but um, I think if they do pre either prevent him from running, Trump, um, which is their goal, I think, or if they put him in jail for anything, put him in prison for anything, that'll do it. I think that'll start a, a fucking civil war. I th it, There was already, I think I'd, I heard something about some guy with a, they keep saying AR, AR, AR-15 style rifle. It's like, you mean a fucking rifle? You mean a quote-unquote assault rifle, you dumb sons of bitches? You just call everything an AR-15. Given, you're probably going to you're probably gonna hit that mark quite a few times. There's probably going to be some people with an AR-15. But motherfucker, dude. That's not the only rifle that's out there. Um, but there's some guy with a fucking rifle, I think, that went to some FBI. Was it in Washington, D.C.? Showed up at the... Like, what are you doing? One guy? Now, that could also be a false flag, but one guy? You're going to take on a whole building of FBI agents? Are you insane? Uh, but that happened, or at least I saw a report on it. But that'll do it. That will absolutely do it. You fucking do that shit to Trump, because what you're doing, this is the thing about Trump. Trump isn't a deity. He's not something to worship, right? It's not like he came in and he all of a sudden changed all of our minds. No, 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 no. What Trump was, was the, oh man, what's the word? Not, as soon as I go to say it, I forget the word. Trump was what we all already believed and wanted. That's what Trump was. That's why we like Trump. Trump was something, or stood, at least stood for, what we all already wanted. We already wanted transparency. We already wanted to change. We didn't want the same fucking Republicans up there. We didn't want you know, George Bush or any of the Bushes. We didn't want McCain. We didn't want Cheney. We didn't want any of these fucking guys. We didn't want Mitt Romney. We wanted to get away from constant wars, for sure. We wanted to get away from constant increases in taxes. We wanted to get away from this liberal bullshit that was going on. We wanted to get away from racism. We wanted to get away being people using racism as a fucking, you know ultimate chip to throw down on the table and win any conversation or whatever. We wanted to get away from that shit because it was ridiculous. Our country was being ran in the ground and we wanted to get away from that. And that's what Trump was. He came out and he stood for that shit that we already wanted. Like I said, he didn't he didn't like put that idea into our head. He became the personification of those things. That's what I wanted to say. They stick him in prison. They take away our, our ability to vote for him, to put the person in that we want. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll start a war. That'll start a, a civil war. Now, here's my theory. Now, it's taken me 47 minutes to get around to that, and I'm probably only going to do an hour with this. 
my theory, and this isn't like my top theory, it isn't the thing that I believe the most, it's just an idea that I had, and I made a Twitter thread about it, I think yesterday, was it? Or maybe the day before? My theory is that Biden is so compromised by China, and certainly with all the other things that he's done, but China is taking full advantage of this, that he and his administration are doing these things for China's benefit. To go back, what China has done in the United States is pretty fucking spectacular. Not in a good way. This is incredible, the things that they've gotten away with, and yet they're still under the radar of most, certainly most Democrats. The Democrats aren't even looking at China. In fact, turn around to then defend China. Um, I would also say in, in the minds of certainly most liberal leftist Democrat voters, China is even on the fucking... They're like, oh yeah, that's China and that's what, you know, whatever, but it's Russia to them. Russia's enemy number one, public enemy number one. China has had two spies that have been found out working undercover, well, obviously spies working undercover for Democrat politicians, one Dianne Feinstein and one Eric Swalwell. Diane Feinstein's spy was her driver for, what, 20-plus years? Imagine the amount of intel that that son of a bitch got and gave back to China, the government of China. That, I think, alone would should be enough for our own government to go, China's pretty fucked up. China's pretty bad. They're coming at us pretty hard. So we're going to put them up there maybe even above Russia. Now, the thing is, is that we have spies in other countries. We have a whole organization that's supposed to be doing that shit. Another organization that I want to see abolished, and I think the one that I've, I've called out the most over the FBI, would be the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, There's a guy that worked, I think worked for them, that was just on Lex Friedman's show and he was kind of explaining it all, but he was doing it in like a positive light. Fuck that. The Central Intelligence Agency has been the cause of a mini a regime change in a mini country across the world. They are not good. These fucking guys were behind uh, uh, pushing the Ba'ath Party and getting Saddam Hussein in Iraq. They were behind arming the Taliban to go against Russia. This is the type of shit that our spies have done. So we've done some pretty fucked up shit. I hate to say we, but they're part of our government, right? Here in the U.S. That's we. So we've done some pretty fucked up shit to Russia and China. Um, and so it shouldn't come to any surprise that they're kind of fucking around with us too. Like supposedly Russia paying... A mere $100,000 on Facebook ads during the 2020 election. Uh, which, by the way, they did it to both sides. They were trying to control the narrative. They're not as good as China, as far as I can tell. Because we haven't found two Russian spies working for, I don't know, Republican senators um, or congresspeople. But we found it with China. 
On top of that, it is known that there are spies within our fucking colleges. China sending over quote-unquote students to to go within our our um, higher learning institutions and I assume bring intel back to them. That's been well known for a while. So we have spies within our schools. We have spies within our, our own federal government. And that's China. What else have they done? Well, they own like, I don't know, a trillion dollars of our debt. That's pretty significant, wouldn't you say? They work through BlackRock to buy up American land. Man, I don't like that. I don't like any foreign country. I don't give a shit if it's Ireland, Scotland, England. Uh, as I always use the example of Chile, uh, Congo, fucking Vietnam, Italy. I don't care where it is. I do not like a foreign government owning shit here. Or even a really a foreign uh, national owning land here. Like you should, and there should be no dual citizenship either. You need to fucking become a United States citizen to own um, land in the United States. And yet, we've just sold it off. We just sold it off to these fucking people. That's that's a little worrisome to me. I don't know about you, but it feels like that's not really American soil anymore in America, doesn't it? Am I the only one that thinks that? It's a little fucked up. But they've been doing that using BlackRock. Um, now, BlackRock isn't just China. It's a whole slew of different organizations and shit and, and countries. But um, do not put it past China that they were using them in order to buy up land over here. They own a whole slew of production companies in uh, Hollywood. Did you know they own AMC? I didn't know that. I liked going to AMC. Um course they're kind of taking hit with on that with all the people that just stream movies um but even then streaming movies i don't know if you've noticed they're like 20 and 30 dollars uh a movie ticket at a movie theater is like all right it's expensive it ain't fucking 20 or 30 dollars well when you get the chips and the or the popcorn and all that you'll end up owning 30 yeah but you get you're paying 30 you'll get an experience i am a movie lover i love going to movie theaters to watch movies. I fucking love it. Especially when you toke up. Right before you go inside. It is an experience. I want to do it on shrooms one day. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know if I could handle it. I'd be in my element. In my element. Are you insane? I feel like I was in the movie. I'd get up and start walking around. Did I ever tell you. My my cousin. One of my best friends. He, uh, he got in a pretty serious accident when he was a kid. Um, which I just learned some other information about the other day. And it fucking blew my mind. But uh, he suffers from epilepsy. And when I first came back to Michigan, he was one of, he was like basically my only friend that I had up here um, because I just moved back after being gone for what better part of a decade. And uh, me and him went out to a movie. Now, I was pretty new to seeing him in an epileptic, basically having a seizure and what happens and all the ins and outs. But, you know, I got pretty comfortable to being able to take care of him. We were at a movie theater uh, watching, I think, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the new one that had come out. Was it that? Or was it Halloween? Anyway, it was me and him, and all of a sudden, 
he starts, I didn't know that he went into having a seizure. He gets up and he starts, oh, I'm going to have to go over this in about 10 minutes. And he starts moving around, like stands up in a dark theater as the, not the previews, the movie. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Hey, the fuck are you doing? And he goes, I'm looking for my remote. This motherfucker thought we were in his room in the dark watching a movie. And he was looking through his remote, I don't know, to turn it down maybe? Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? And people are all looking over and shit. I had to fucking lead him out. And what happened was he actually, uh, he like passed out. I got him outside, he laid down, he passed out, and then woke up, and it was like fucking Joe Biden. He reset and came, not not as bad as Joe Biden, but he reset, and he fucking came to, and he was like, what happened? It's like, um, you had a seizure. And he was like, oh shit, yeah, that happens. What? That's what happens? It was just kind of weird and unique to see that. But uh, I feel like that's maybe what would happen to me if I were to do shrooms and go and see a movie. But, um... Yeah, that's a little weird side note. Um, yeah, to stream a movie, a brand new movie, I think you're paying like, I think I had seen it where it was 20, but I want to say it's upwards of like 30, 35 even. It's insane. So for those prices, I'd still go to the movie theater. Hold on, I'm going to start over this next part to the episode. So anyway, they own large portions of Hollywood. They own a large portion of the NBA. I don't know if you remember the coach that had spoke out about the uh, Uyghur genocide um, that was going on in China. And then dipshit LeBron James coming out and running his mouth as if he knew dick all about China or anything outside of basketball. Um, Yeah, that was because China owns... um, a large, I don't know what the percentage is, but I know it's fucking huge, um, within the NBA. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I talked about the story of McDonald's out in China, not allowing for black people to come and was it work there or was it eat or both? It's something like that. It was some racist shit. Um, and the left totally ignoring it. Fucking hypocrites. Excuse me. Uh, what else does China do? They own, oh, they own TikTok. Do I have this wrote down? All the shit that China has. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. But, um, so the point being is that they have been very active within the United States, not only politically wise, um, and subversion wise in terms of like using spies and shit, but culturally they have been, um, in control of things that affect our culture. I did write this down. Where the fuck did I put it? China, China, China. But anyway, so I made a I made a whole thread yesterday or the day before on Twitter about all of it, and I included all of these points that I wanted to make. Um, I included links and all that other fun stuff about what China has been up to, and it's pretty fucking frightening. Also, what's frightening is to realize that people aren't talking enough about what China is doing. And instead, we're focused on this proxy war in Ukraine that we have nothing to do with. Uh, and we're sending, I think we're, we, they just 
uh, Biden just set up to send him another, what, nine, uh, like a billion dollars more or something crazy like that. We've already sent over, um, what was it, $44 billion. And on top of all the other shit that we've been doing over there and, and sending troops to train their troops and then Biden lies about it. It's like, no, we're not training them. Yeah, fuck, we're not. We absolutely are. Uh, so we're involved in that shit, but we're not doing dick all about China. However, you did just have Nancy Pelosi fly, fly over to Taiwan, and um, China was was uh, not liking that. And it's like, are you fucking real? For real? Are you serious? You sons of bitches! All the shit that you've been doing over here, and you're gonna have a problem with one of our dumbass um, Congress people going over and and uh, visiting the the area that you don't even consider a. a um, a country? Fuck you! <laughs> you know, like I don't like Nancy Pelosi, but man, just just seeing them re respond that way, it's like the fucking balls on these these little shits. Are you insane? <laughs> like fucking all the things you've done, and now you're gonna get all bitchy. Um, but that's what you get with communists. So my theory is, like I said, is that Biden is so compromised with all the things that. When he was vice president, he was uh, in charge of our dealings with China and Russia, and he used that to his advantage in um, quid pro quo dealings like what happened in Ukraine that he bragged about, um, getting his son on involved in their energy sector in Ukraine and China, um, and as far as what, what was it also Russia I think it was um, he's compromised he's done some dirty shit and like I said I think China is using that to um, push the Biden administration into things like um, uh, raiding Trump's house his home um, because what happens I've talked about this before too what happens if we're in a civil war? And this is why I would say don't give in to um, what they want. Uh, like I was talking about prior to this of like, all right, did am I, am I fulfilling the thing that they intended for me to think? If we're in a civil war, it would not shock me one single bit for China, not only to do it on their, their own, but to also employ the help of Russia. To invade the United States. Because what point would be a better time. To do so. Than when we're at war with ourselves. Our weakest moment. Would be at, during a civil war. And then. For China. And Russia. Two of the other superpowers on the block. To come over and take over. And I don't think China would be against it. They want to be number one. That was racist I said that. Well, well whatever. Um. They do. They don't like us being number one in terms of our military force and our economy. They've been they've been shooting for that number one spot for a while. They've been hard at work too. And then on top of that, do all the shit that they've been doing that I just mentioned. Holy fuck. It's like I said, it's not my number one thought. It's not my number one theory, but it's just a theory. It's an idea that I had. And it's I feel like it's got some legs. Something certainly to worry about. Um, I was going to talk about the connection of all of this to uh, Alex Jones's uh, recent um, 
problems with uh, the left going after him. Uh, I think I'll have to save that for next time. But uh, I think in it, a lot of this also has to do with January 6th, uh, the J6 committee, um, Alex Jones's trial. And you know what? It's funny because Dave Smith was talking about that on his show too, that there could be a connection here. And I do wonder if that's the case uh, because his lawyer um, – Fuck. No, I'm sorry, not his lawyer, but um, Mark uh, Bankston, who was the plaintiff's attorney, um, had admitted to the judge that the – I think it was the FBI, which again, those pieces of shit keep, keep coming up. And oh, by the way, they fucking – they they miss every uh, – all of the most recent mass shooters. They knew about all of them. And didn't do shit, and those mass shooters went on to shoot and kill people. Um, but Bankston had said something to the effect of the J6 committee, as well as I think the FBI, wanted his Alex Jones's um, texts and emails from his phone. And it's like, interesting. Why would they necessarily want those things? I mean, Alex Jones during J6, uh, and he's talked about this many times. You can see the video on it was trying to get people not to do what they were doing to get them to all go to the other side of the Capitol where there was a stage set up that he was going to go and he was going to speak some more, um, did everything that he was supposed to do um, to prevent him from getting in, in, into any any trouble. He, he, was, he, he was absolutely in the right, and yet J6 committee wants access to his shit? Are you insane? And the motherfucker said he was going to give it to him. Isn't that breaking a law somewhere? Like, isn't that just privilege within the court system? Or, I'm sorry, within that that case? Or that trial? Um, if you can even call it that. If it's a show trial. Um, and I also want to mention some people. So I, I talked about who got, who was rated in terms of Trump, Roger Stone, Project Veritas. How about some people who weren't rated? Hillary Clinton. Do you remember she had uh, she had tried to destroy thirty three thousand plus emails? You remember that, and she was never raided. Um, charges were never brought against her. She destroyed thirteen devices, I think it was, which is funny that thirteen is that number. Um, she and everybody knows this. This isn't a conspiracy. This is she did. I mean, it was a conspiracy in what she did. But everybody knows that she did it. She was never raided. How about Bill Clinton? There's a two Clintons in a row. There you go. How about Bill Clinton? He was never raided. And we know for certain that he wrote on the Lolita Express 26 plus times over to Epstein Island. Oh, yeah, that, that Epstein lawyer. I'm sorry, that Epstein, that judge who was Epstein's lawyer probably was never going to sign off on that. Another funny coincidence is that this raid happened DeSantis's house. It happened in his not his house, his uh, his state. So that's kind of interesting to see if um, he should have known about it. Wouldn't you think that a former president who lives in your state uh, is about to be raided? And nobody said anything to him. That's kind of a question that popped up in my head. Another person that wasn't raided: Hunter Biden over his laptop. You know that. That wasn't the only laptop 
that went missing, right, of his. There's like two others, and I think one of them, a, uh, some Russian person somewhere stole it from him or some shit. He was never raided. And the shit that came off of that motherfucker, all of the, the uh, international affairs that he had had, he's never been raided. So, it's obviously hypocrisy. It's obviously weaponizing the Department of Justice and the FBI, which <sighs> kind of seems like that was kind of what they were they were developed for altogether. Ron Paul, I'll end with this. Ron Paul had called this out. I want to say in the nineties, um, he had called out the FBI and thought thought out loud and saying that he believed that the FBI were actually created in order to spy on American citizens. And I think it's pretty safe to say that he's right. The point to be taken away from what happened to Trump and what happened to Alex Jones is they did this to them. They will absolutely do this to you. 100%. If they'll do this to somebody with such a large audience and influence as Alex Jones... And they will do this to a former president, the most recent former president. You are nothing to them. This sets a precedent that I don't know if you can come back from. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.